You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am your host. And this is the final episode of season two. So before we get into the content of this episode, I just want to thank you. So whether this is your first time and you just kind of found me and you're tuning in to just this episode, or you've been tuning in all season, or you've been tuning in since the beginning of season one, thank you wherever you are in terms of uh, your support of my podcast. So I just want to say that first and foremost. And so in this episode, everything I've talked about in season two has been all about business design. So whether it's been about uh, choosing that profitable business idea or, you know, structuring your business, marketing your business, all of those topics are designed to get you from idea to actually operating your business. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk about implementation, taking action, because taking action is probably the most difficult thing for people to do simply because you have to make a decision about everything that you've done to this point. You have to make a decision about your business idea. You have to actually take a step forward about structuring your business. You have to decide how you're going to market and you have to put yourself out there. And for some reason, people struggle with that. They struggle with taking action because it's easier to sit on the sidelines and continue absorbing information. We all have been there. We all have done it. I would procrastinate. I would be afraid to take action when it came down to launching my business in the beginning. And you can't have a profitable business and you can't start a business if you never start. (laughs) So this episode is all about implementation and taking action to start your business. And, you know, as we move into the episode, I just want to encourage you if you're, you know, whether you're starting a business or whether you need to pivot or whether you need to reorganize your business, I just want to encourage you to stay focused and to stay the course and take action. That's the only way you're going to move forward in your business and you're going to move forward with everything. And if you're one of those people who is sitting on the sidelines, continuing to absorb all the information that you think is out there in in internet land or on social media land, It's time to get off the fence and it's time to take action in your business because the more information you continue to absorb, you're just going to put yourself in a position to become more and more stagnant because you're not going to progress with absorbing more information because you're not being strategic about absorbing that information. You're just absorbing it to absorb, you know, information and and you probably have all the information you need at this point to get started. So with that being said, let's talk about the steps you need to take for implementation and action when it comes to starting your business. 
So I'm going to lay everything out in pretty much five different areas. So the first step to actually taking action in the implementation of your business is believing in yourself. Your ability to take action is based solely on your mindset. There's other factors, of course, but everything starts with your mindset. You have to believe that you can be successful in business because if you don't, you're going to run into trouble. You're going to run into obstacles when you can't figure things out or when you run into an issue in your business or you know, maybe your revenue is down. You know, you don't want to get to the point where the first obstacle you face that you bail on your business, you abandon your business, you say, you know, this online stuff doesn't work, or you say, my business is not working. Everything starts with mindset and you have to have the mindset that you can do this. You can, you can have a business. You deserve to have a business that works for you in in terms of bringing you in additional income. You can do this and you have to believe that in yourself because if you believe that you can't accomplish anything, if you believe that this business stuff isn't for you because you can't make it work, then it's probably not going to work. You have to believe it's going to work for you. You have to be committed to making sure it works. And the commitment part is where a lot of people fall short because they're not consistent They kind of fall by the wayside. They do something once or a few times here and there, and they conclude that it's not working or they conclude, you know, the business thing failed. And I just want to say the online world, whether it's social media or the internet, will tend to shape how you, you know, your vision for what you can and can't accomplish. You know, you can get a little off track with believing that you're going to have this instant success just because you start a business and just because you're doing um, what all the 25 people or hundreds of people that you're following online, you it's easy to believe that you're going to have that instant success because that's what some of the promises are. If you just hire me, you know, you'll have this instant success. And that's just not how business works. You have to put in the work you have to invest in yourself and you have to believe in yourself. And everything starts with what you believe you can achieve. So that's the first thing I just want to get out of the way that you have to believe in yourself and you have to be committed. Um, and once you're, you believe in yourself and you're committed, no matter what, you know, you have to be committed through the obstacles. You have to be committed through, you know, the times that you're going to fall on your face. You have to be committed. Maybe your first business idea doesn't work. And maybe you need to tweak things a little bit. Maybe you need to like revamp your idea. Maybe you need to like, you know, come up with a whole different business idea altogether, but you have to be committed to success. You have to be committed to achieving your success. And there's not a successful person that you will read about that never felt like giving up that never felt like they couldn't do what they were trying to do. And it takes work. It takes a lot of work to believe in yourself. It takes a lot of work to keep going when it seems that what you want is so far away. And so you have to be committed to 
yourself and you have to be committed to your goals, your dreams, your vision. And if you're just in it because you think you're going to make fast money, this probably is not only the not the right podcast for you, but you're not going to get very far with that goal of just to make money because entrepreneurship is not for the weak. It's not for the weak. And you really have to weather, weather the storms, especially in the beginning as you're getting started and you're getting everything, your processes, your systems and everything in place. Business success requires planning, strategy, and a whole lot of confidence. You have to believe success is possible for you. That's why I'm gifting you 30 free affirmations to hang around your house, to display in the office, or even use as journal prompts. You see, infusing your mind with positivity allows you to erase self-doubt, increase your confidence, and ditch the fears that come along with starting a business. So it's time to allow your mind to reflect the business and the future you desire. All you have to do is visit BossLadyAffirmations.com to grab your free affirmations today. Now back to the episode. Okay, the next thing I want to mention is be wary of the advice you follow. One of the things I remember vividly when I started my business online was I didn't know who to trust. I didn't know who to follow. I was, you know, following all these different people and everyone had a different way and a different philosophy about business and a different, a different strategy. And so here I was with all these different strategies, you know, a strategy from one random coach, tips and advice from another coach. And the next thing you know, I had all these different strategies and, and different tips from different people. And there wasn't really one source that gave me everything I needed. And so I ended up following all these people. Some of these people aren't even around anymore because maybe their services didn't pan out to what they were promoting online or whatever the case may be. They're not around anymore, some of them. And those that are around, you know, you, you kind of have, I've seen them evolve and, and, you know, they went from, you know, one philosophy. Now they're, you know, focusing on something else. Here's my advice, because you're going to get a lot of different advice online, especially if you're on social media. And my advice is it all starts with you. And I've said this all season, and you'll hear me say it in the future as well. Whether you see, whether you're following me on social media or you're following my podcast, everything starts with you and what you want and what you envision yourself doing. You cannot get coached by every single person you find online. You need to, it really all starts with, you know, what do you want to do? What is your business about? What do you want to learn more about? And what resonates with you? Because you have to learn how to filter things out because you have, I have clients that, you know, what they'll end up doing is they'll follow all these different people online. And then every time they hear a new strategy, they change their strategy. They change everything that they've, they're doing to follow this new silver lining or whatever it is that they think that they just heard this golden nugget. But one thing you have to keep in mind, and, and I've encountered this too, 
with the programs that I come across online and courses that I've bought and programs I've bought into and coaching services that I've paid for, you know, you have to think about what is it that you want to accomplish in your business and how is this person going to move it forward so that when you're choosing a course, you're choosing, you're choosing a program and you're choosing a coach, you know that they're going to get you to where you want to be. And your where you want to be cannot be like, I want to make a million dollars. We all want to make a million dollars, right? But what is it? What is your why? What is your purpose? What is your business model? You know, where are there gaps in what you know? And that is what you need to focus on when you're buying into your program services and coaching. You have to think, well, what is it you need to know? And how is this person or this course or this program would move you forward and move you one step closer to achieving that. And you need to be committed to your strategy. You need to test it out. And you have to keep in mind the people that you're listening to, that you may be you know, restructuring your business based on what they said or based on something you heard on social media. These individuals do not know you personally, and they don't know anything about your business. You are the expert in your business, the way your business operates. You're the expert. So stop getting coached by everyone online and dig in and get focused on what what exactly do you need to know. Take the information that you learned in season two, the information you learned in season one of my podcast, take whatever information you can gather and get started. So that leads me to the third thing I want to share with you. And that is know how your business operates. You want to set up your business right from the beginning to be scalable. And it all starts with how you structure your business. And you don't want to make the mistake of bringing in team members and and a virtual assistant if you don't yet know how your business operates. Because those individuals or anyone that you bring into your team, they're not there to structure your business. They're there to help you you know, uh, be more organized. They're there to help you do something very specific within your business. But to be able to get to the point where you have team members or you have a virtual assistant, you first need to have a structured business. Whomever works with you, you know, in the future within your business needs to be guided by you. And if you don't know how your business operates, you can't necessarily guide someone else. Because think about it, the, you know, the time that you worked in your nine to five and you did not feel supported, maybe you've worked in an unorganized environment or an environment where you got, you received no guidance from your supervisor. You don't want to create that same environment in your business for the people that you work with. You want to build a functioning team. You want to have people that are there to support you in the operation of your business. And you, in turn, have to support them. You cannot bring someone in to a situation where you don't even know how the business operates because what guidance will you give them? And so my advice to you is set up your business with a firm foundation where it's clear how you operate, know how you operate so that you can articulate that in the form of standard written operating procedures. You can articulate that to some, someone else. So that you can basically hand them the procedures after you, you know, give them an overview of their responsibilities, but you can hand them something that they can refer back to. 
And my goal is to help people set up, you know, structure their business and set up their business in a very organized way. And you will find if you're disorganized and you can't simply get things together, it doesn't matter who you bring into your business, they're going to leave because they're there, you know, to help you. And you have to tell them how they can help you. It's not their job to figure that out. They're there to do whatever it is you need them to do, but you have to provide them the guidance to do that. So make sure you get to know your business. Make sure that you don't bring in people that structure your business for you and you don't know what the heck's going on. They leave and you're stuck trying to structure your business again or trying to bring in the next person for them to you know, do whatever it is they do and you don't even know what they're doing. So know your business. You need to be the captain of your ship. And you, you're the one that needs to provide guidance and structure for the people you bring on. And you need to support your team, your future team. And don't hire someone to do the things that you need to first at least know the basics of how to do it. Because as you move through your business, yes, you're going to need some highly skilled people. Maybe you need graphic designers. Maybe you need you know, other skilled professionals. And your goal is not to know graphic design or know any of those things, but you should at least know what types of files you should receive in return. You should at least, when you're working with a you know freelancer or a team member who's a graphic designer, you need to at least know how to solicit that service, how to get the right graphic designer or the right person for that role. And so that is up to you to learn. So that is what I want to say about getting to know your business. Okay, the next thing I want to mention is starting a business online is very, very different than starting a business offline. And, you know, my specialty is working with small business entrepreneurs to help them establish and structure their online services, their online programs, you know, whether that's coaching or or some other service. And you have to remember when you're online, you're competing with the entire online world. And that's people from all over the place. Between social media and the internet, you can engage with someone no matter where they are in the world. And so when you start, let's say, a business coaching service, there's tons of business coaches from all over the world. And with platforms like Zoom and you know Microsoft Teams and other platforms for you to engage and and have client interaction, there is, you know, no boundaries in terms of where someone has to be from for you to work with them. So your goal as a professional service provider is to understand your biggest competition is yourself. So you've always heard me say, you know, people don't buy products and services, they buy into people. And so when I say that, you are your biggest competition, the only goal you should have is to showcase yourself authentically. You know, build a brand, you know, let people see who you are. And I'm not going to get into what branding entails, but focus on developing a brand. And branding is more than just, you know, your cute colors on your website and your logo. Branding is your identity as well. Who are you? Not just visually, but who are you at the core? What are you known for? When people see you, what are they expecting to see? And so you need to build your following around who you are 
and focus on being the best person you are. There will always be competition, whether you're promoting your business online or offline. And so focus on how you can stand out online by being who you are and letting people see that and being strategic about it. Because when you think about online versus offline world, you know, offline, you're just reaching your, you know, whoever can get to your location locally or within your immediate area. And that's where the online world differs. So focus on how you can stand out, how you can be, how you can be viewed as a leader in your industry. What do you have that's different than everything out out there? What, how are you, what are you bringing that's new to the table? And when you focus on those things and really showcase how your service is different, how your product is different, you're going to see a different reaction in how you attract people. So that's what I want to say in terms of the online versus offline world. Okay, the final thing I want to mention is to invest in yourself, right? Because for whatever reason, people won't invest in themselves, you know, for coaching, they won't invest in themselves for um, to help them do something better within their business. A lot of entrepreneurs enter the business realm or the business hemisphere thinking they can do everything themselves. I don't need a coach. Coaches are scams. They don't know anything. They can't help me. I know what I'm doing. Everything's free on YouTube. So when you have the mentality that you're not going to invest in yourself, that means you'll never grow beyond what you already know. And no one's giving you everything free on a YouTube video in seven minutes. And resources like YouTube and, you know, social media are great, you know, for you to get inspired, for you to learn about new resources that are available to you, like courses and programs and coaches. But you can't rely on what you learn solely from social media. You can get small wins for small problems, but when it comes to building a long-term sustainable business, YouTube and social media just aren't going to cut it because people are not delivering you a full-on coaching service or coaching program online for free. So you want to get into the mindset that you know, paying money for coaching, paying money for services to enhance your brand, to enhance your business is an investment. It's not like, oh my God, I got to spend money. If you don't want to spend money and you don't want to grow, then maybe entrepreneurship is not the best thing for you. You know, investing in yourself, you know, whether it be, you know, time, whether it be um, investing in you learning more by reading more, whether it's you investing in a service to help you propel forward or help push you forward in your business, it's a necessary expense. The tools that you use in your business, you have to have tools. You can't just say, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm just going to like jump on social media and that's going to be my business. I'm going to like have people, you know, some people have people DM them and that's how they get clients. And that's fine to, you know, at the attraction process when you initially attract clients, but you have to have processes within your business for, for transactions with your clients. You can't run a coaching service totally off Instagram. You can't run a 
any business totally off of social media because the thing you have to think about when social media shuts down and we've already experienced it happening in the last year or two, you can have a day with when social media is down and you don't want Instagram, you don't want Facebook or any other social media platform to solely control whether you earn money in your business that day. So you have to invest in your business. You have to invest in tools and you have to invest in knowledge and you have to invest in resources to help you grow in your business. And so I just want to let you know, even though I'm closing out this season, season two of the Boss Experience podcast, you can check to see if we're a good fit to work together. If you're someone who's aspiring to launch a professional service-based business, I'd like to talk to you more. And so how you get in touch with me is you can email me at Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E at marketinggymsolutions.com. You can reach me on my website at Michelle Davis NYC, which is M-I-C-H-E-L-E-D-A-V-I-S NYC.com. And I will connect with you. You can also reach out to me on social media. I'm Michelle Davis NYC on all platforms. And then if you didn't catch any of that, it's all in the show notes down below um, this audio or video, depending on where you're listening or watching this podcast. So that's it. It's time for you to implement and take action. And if that means, you know, joining one of my programs, purchasing one of my ebooks, you've heard me talk about my boss business planner, which helps you do everything I've been talking about in season two. And if you haven't already, you can grab it at bossbusinessplanner.com. That's bossbusinessplanner.com. Or if you want to check out if my VIP day intensive sessions are for you, you can do that at michelledavisnyc.com as well as learn about my group coaching programs. So with that being said, that concludes this episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. And that also includes this season, season two of the Boss Experience as well. So stay tuned, make sure you're subscribed so that you are in the know when season three launches. And in between the seasons, stay tuned for bonus content. So thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate you tuning in and I look forward to you joining me for season three of the Boss Experience Podcast. Take care and be well. Starting a business is easy. Making money from your business is the hard part. The only way to launch a profitable business is to have a plan, direction, and one source of information that gives you everything you need to get started. So what if I told you that a blueprint exists that can take you from finding a business idea you love to launching a profitable online business without an email list, a big social media following, or wasting your time scouring the internet trying to put the pieces together? Get the only source you need to launch your profitable business today. Just visit bossbusinessplanner.com to get yours today. Now back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.